0: Um, I don't have the energy of Martin, so I'll take it slower so I don't get nervous, okay? Bear with me. Um, So I started out as a movie maker turned designer turned entrepreneur. Uh, Before I go on with that, I'm going to show you what we are going to talk about. A little bit about me, a little bit about flow.ai, something about conversational design, what is the difference when you think about um, things we're used to app and web development? What makes voice design so different? And isn't that there, is it that different from what you used to already? And I want to tell to you that it's not as scary as it seems. And then what I want to do is actually build a voice assistant on stage. Do a live demo, and that's really, really risky. But I'm living on the edge. Some people do rock climbing. I give live demos. That's my thrill. Uh, So something about me. I had something prepared. I'm gonna ask Alexa to tell me tell you something about me. But it's gonna get repetitive and boring, so I'm just gonna tell it, Hmm. and we're gonna show you the fun (laughs) stuff. Okay. (laughs) She's. Thank you. Uh, so, like I said, I, uh, like Martin said, I stu- not as an intern, I worked at a, a designer here at Miropo and then turned art director, and then went somewhere else, uh, did some freelance work, but I always stayed in touch with this great company who really delivers uh, quality. But um, as a designer, you're always looking for the new ways to interact with customers. And when I discovered that building the one millionth screen uh, and designing it. Um, I think what was for a damage claim uh, insurance company, and you know designing these UI elements and doing prototyping and usability testing and see people struggle with it. And all I, they want to do is say something to the computer, so the computer can do it for them. So together with an ex-colleague, we started experimenting using Dialogflow, uh, which helped us. Um, get a quick concept of what we wanted to build. And eventually we thought, okay, we, we're gonna make a company out of this. And then Flow, Flow AI was born. Uh, first we started out by building conversational interfaces, you know, automating customer service, building stuff for um, Facebook Messenger. But it was really hard for um, non-technical people to create something simple, and like Marta said, uh, we thought you know designing these things was also 90 percent design instead of 90 percent development. There are platforms out there; you still have to do a lot of coding. Uh, uh, so we thought, okay, let's make something that's easy for us. Uh, first, we'll use it for ourselves uh, to do these projects, and let's see where it goes. And then, uh, you know. So we worked uh, for a couple of companies, we're still working and it, from automating customer service, uh, building an online uh, shop assistant for MediaMarkt or uh, building a rock- recommender engine for when you uh, wanna watch Netflix and you don't know what to watch. Uh, our engine will learn from other p- uh, wh- uh, people and recommend best series and movies for you. So after a while, we launched our platform I think it was in November. So first, using it ourselves, hey, this actually works pretty nice. Let's see if we can be the next dialogue flow. <laughs> uh, so, competition. uh So we launched it in November. We're now at 5,000 uh, users, uh, and around that time, we visited uh, Web Summit, and uh, someone from TechStars uh, s- uh, saw that uh, we are the most were the most popular startup the second day. So he invited us to join the Techstars program in Toronto. We did that, we just arrived in May back from Toronto. It was a great experience, met a lot of great people from Amazon to Google to, to we even went to Apple to their office, so that was great. Uh, so we graduated uh, uh, Techstars and back in Holland now, and really trying to help uh, advance these, uh, this conversational uh, Uh, market and we do that with our platform and so what I'm going to talk about is um, because I'm a designer I always look okay how is this gonna work if you wanna design a website you sketch or design app you you sketch also Uh, Photoshop is gone Uh, so what's the difference is there a big difference when you're designing for app of voice. Obviously you don't have a screen, but it's all about communicating. So if you design something, the interface talks to you. The the placement of buttons, uh, the animations you provide, it guides you to the interface. And the same thing goes for voice as well. So instead of, you know, what um, Amazon Alexa, for example, was is answer stop, answer stop. So there needs to be a continuous conversation. And you can design that, L- like talking to someone in a bar, if you ask a question and the person answers and stops talking, then it's not a conversation. So that's something you can design and take in consideration. Sometimes you want to just give an answer and stop, but sometimes you want to ask a question back and then the user can provide uh, information. You can use that information to guide them to the experience, the voice experience. So. Um, If you look at uh, conversational AI projects, it's basically the same, you'll you'll have your business goals and uh, you choose your channels, your technology, uh, your prototype, you develop, you deploy, and then you measure and and improve and deploy again, and that's exactly the same, only the thing is, Once it's live, you click on save and it's already updated. So on a daily basis, you can add more uh, functionality to your voice applications. Instead of, you know, uh, when you create an app, you have to wait for Apple uh, to to review your app. And Google does it faster, but yeah, I don't develop for Google. Uh, So what kind of roles? And these are really uh, simplified. You know, you'll have your product owner who's who's the, uh, the owner of the project. You'll have a UX designer who designs the flows, uh, a storyteller, a s- uh, flow designer, a copywriter, and, and a developer who makes the integrations. So that's the 10%. Um, okay, uh, now I'm going to build something live on stage. So let's this how you do it. Okay, so I'm going to sit down. And what I'm gonna make is a uh, Amazon Alexa skill, and because we had Transov- Transavia uh, early on, uh, I'm gonna make a flight booking uh, skill. Okay, let me see if I can. Uh, know this one. Yes, let me close some tabs first. Okay, got it. You don't wanna see all the secrets. Start from the beginning. Okay, this is not so interesting for you yet. So what we're gonna do is I built a Amazon Alexa skill that does flight search. So now uh, Alexa is only trained to do uh, one mm. thing and that is uh, answer a question about yeah or launch say this hi everybody welcome to
1: the second edition of open voice in Amsterdam how can I help you
0: so that's it done demos done Uh, so this one is really simple you know You, you drag and drop your, your your entry. In this case, it's a, it's a launch event. So if you say, Alexa, open a certain skill, and it will open that one. But if you want to make a, a flight booking uh, skill, let's do that. Templates. Uh, done. Yeah, that's it. So I don't know how much uh, Transavia <laughs> was charged by Miraval, but yeah, we build a <laughs> flight search skill. Um, it's a bit hard like this, so I'm gonna um, first mirror my uh, screen or else I'm just still looking back. One moment. Uh, yes, arrangements, mirror displays. Yeah, much better. So, not so can full screen. Still visible, cool. Okay, so how does it work? Uh, the flight search is it's obviously, I'm joking, it's not that simple. Uh, we just provided a template uh, which is pre trained with uh, intents and the question the bot asks. So, how it works is um, um, the assistant is always triggered with something. Uh, usually, it's a voice command. Uh, I want to book a flight. So, uh, if I'm not Mistaken now I can say I want to book a flight. Hey Alexa, open voice event and book a flight.
1: What is your departure city?
0: I'm leaving from Amsterdam to New York.
1: When is your preferred traveling date?
0: I want to travel next week.
1: What class would you like to travel? We offer economy and business class.
0: I want to travel business class.
1: With how many passengers are you flying?
0: I'm flying with three people.
1: I am going to search for three business tickets from Amsterdam to New York.
0: So that's, that's um, what it does is, you know, uh, in order to do a flight search, you, you needs to extract some entities. And entities are uh, date, uh, destination uh, uh, and uh, the, the classes, number of people and stuff like that. So what you basically do is, uh, y- this is what a designer can do without any development. So everything you see here is zero development. So the, the, the only point there where the development is necessary is just at the end you drag and drop and select an action do a call to your API, and what what it does is, here I got some data, give me back flight results. So that's the only part where the developer is relevant. Uh, And the process, if you look at web and app development, so a copywriter or someone, uh, the manager even from a a department can drag and drop uh, these conversational interfaces. And if you you make a change, uh, then it's already uh, updated. So how does the training data look? It's like this, so you give it some. What's training data? That's a good question. So how it works? with uh, We uh, like uh, our, our friends from Google use uh, Dialogflow. We work with Intents. Uh, I don't know how Duplex works, but that sounds like ne- some next level uh, shit. Uh, but uh, the most uh, conversational AI platforms work with Intents, and an Intent is uh, you want to understand what a. Customer wants. So in this case, a customer wants to book a flight, but he or she can say it in different ways. So what you do is provide it the the AI or a natural language processing with some examples, and from those examples, he, he can learn. So if you get ten, ten examples, and the eleventh uh, variation of that question could be also be understand. And what you then do is uh, collect this data. As you see, it's the, part of the city, the arrival city, that's travel date and then do something with that data. And then, like I explained, the developer can make the backend call and present that to, to the user without you having to uh, develop that. So sometimes, uh, because if you ha- look at websites and apps, uh, if you have uh, do you do wanna do a flight search, uh, you also have some extra room for other information, right? In voice, you don't have that. So for example, mid, conversation a user can ask a different question uh, and then should be able to return to booking a flight so I'm going to build that uh, so for example like make a flow um, yeah. and l- let's say food options drag-and-drop text so you see on the right side uh, there are different triggers and drag and drop, I say it's food options. Food, let's call it food. And now I'm gonna train the data. And because I'm lazy, I already made some examples. And I paste it here. So, trained. And I'm gonna reply with voice or text. So you also have like, so, this click and drag and drop. Oh, drag and drop. Done. So, and maybe uh, if you have a screen like uh, Google Assistant, you saw in the movie, there's um, Google Home is the uh, smart speaker home in your home. No uh, interface, but uh, Google Assistant has an interface. And the same counts for uh, Amazon Alexa. You already showed that in uh, the example of Transafi as well. So you can do this uh, drag and drop an image. So if, you, if I have a screen, I also want to show the, for the example. So, so this way, it will adapt uh, to, the, to, the pl- to the platform, Google Home, without a screen, just a voice. Google Assistant, with a screen, will also show you the delicious pasta. So, how it would work uh, in Alexa is, um, I'm going to do the same Mm. again. I'm going to do the same again. Uh, And now I'm going to... Well, actually, I'm going to show it here. Then you can see what happens uh, in the back end as well. So, uh, I want... So from Amsterdam, then you can see what happens with the to New York. Now you see that uh, from from the intent, it's already collecting the data, and that's something you're gonna need later on to do something with it. Um, so. We trained it uh, to understand a different question. So the, the the assistant asks when we want to travel. And then you think, oh, before I book, I f- first need to ask a different question. So I was going to say, what food do you serve? <laughs> Untied. Okay. Cool. Uh, yes, uh, I want to travel next week. So uh, what happened is uh, you you left the conversation. You were you know busy with booking a flight, and. Uh, as a designer or someone who's working with conversational uh, interfaces, like Martin said, you deploy it and you have this incredible plan of, you know, you can answer 1000 questions and people ask one question. So uh, this way you can deploy on Amazon Alexa Google Home and if you som- see something that, um, that uh, your customers uh, interacting differently with, you can instantly change it. So basically, what you see here is uh, how the conversation with Alexa is going. And you can can use these analytics to to change your uh, conversation. So, uh, and it's, uh, of course, uh, also works on Facebook Messenger, but I wasn't planning on using that word. It's scary. but yeah, you know, conversational interfaces are still being used on Facebook Messenger as well. They're not calling it chatbot now, chatbots now, but automated, uh, automated chat. And this can also work on your website. And like Mark, uh, uh, in the story of uh, Transavia, so this way you can make one interaction and, and create one int- way of interacting with your customer, and it will adapt itself uh, depending on the platform. Uh, Amazon Alexa will speak to you, Google Home will speak to you, assistant also will guide you with visuals and the same thing can work for your website and app as as well. So that's a brief uh, introduction to uh, what voice design is, what voice design can mean for businesses and and designers and special and it's not that difficult or hard uh, to get started using it basically and even everybody with minimal skills can start designing and creating voice experiences uh, for themselves or for their businesses. Uh, Let me see what the slides say. Hey, that's uh No, that's it. I want to answer some questions if there are are any. Yeah, do that.
1: Cool. (laughs) Wow, look at that. I, I think you proved my point that it, the technology is only 10% of the whole work. because this is damn easy. <laughs> it looks easy.
0: <laughs> that, that's the point. We lure you in.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, right. I, I'll start off with the first uh, two questions. Um, who are the biggest competitors uh, for you? Like, like, who do you look up to almost? Like, like who, do, yeah, who do conversational design tools as well?
0: Uh, the, I think that... Uh, if you talk about the blue ocean, I think our ocean is pretty red right now, <laughs> uh, so I don't think we don't have we don't have to look at the, the competition because uh, we don't see it from a technology perspective. Uh, we see it like more like uh, from a design perspective. Uh, we want to make it easier for cells mm-hmm. uh, to use it, uh, and we see uh, you know people from managers of customer service, you know, creating right. chatbots and, and people, uh, interns, uh, copywriters, uh, people we used to answer questions on as a customer service agent are training right. the conversational agents. Right. So it's making it super easy for everyone to, uh, everyone to get uh, into this.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. also what Storyline says, for instance. So how do you, are you different
0: from them? Uh, Storyline is, what I understand, purely focused on Alexa. Uh, and, and, For now. Oh, sorry, yeah. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> um, so we see more like a conversant. like I said, there are a lot of platforms and and, and, and sometimes some people prefer Alexa, some people Google, uh, but uh, it, you know, it travels with you in, in your Android uh, uh, phone with, with Google Assistant. And if you f- use Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp, that's also a channel you want to use, yeah. and you want to use the same interaction on your website or app. So we don't believe in one platform as a dominant one we're going to bet our money right. on. We believe more in the concept of conversational interface instead of just one device.
1: Chuck. Okay, cool. Thank you. Now let's open up to questions. We got one here. We got one there. We got one there. Who else? There, yes. Oh, let's start in the back. Sorry, guys, because, hey, because I want to make Sam walk. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I really in- appreciated your demo or like your... Uh, true-life designing, and I was wondering why would a designer type the questions instead of posing it with their own voice? So is there a possibility of just speaking um, the questions you want to design in this conversation?
0: Instead of, you know, typing, uh, designing. I think that would be a great feature uh, for for us. Thank you for the idea. so, what? You, uh, this is a start, and uh, I can imagine that you you can you know Flow AI or or different platform could be, uh, be an assistant that helps you design a voice application just by talking to it. I think we're not there yet, but that's something definitely that can be done. Instead of you know uh, talking to it or t- typing the, the the examples, you just teach it by talking to it, like you would do with a child, exactly. It's a great, uh, great feature. I'll put it on our backlog uh, when I'm done. Thank you.
1: <laughs> there you go. So we're, we'll slowly move up here, and, and yes, we have two questions here. Let's start with the sir with the dark glasses frame. That's you. Yeah, Bart.
0: <laughs> it's it's also a question for the audience. What about discovery? I mean. If I say to Alexa, hey Alexa, I want to book a flight, why do I end up with Transavia and not with Air France or whatever? Uh, that's, mm, I think, a good question. Uh, I think Alexa is working on something like that. Uh, they, I think they call it skill discovery. So uh, they eventually will have control over what skills will be preferred over the other ones. And I think that they'll probably learn from uh, which skills are the most popular or has the best, better quality, and those will get um, uh, preferent, preferred to other ones. And, and you know, the, the way skills work now is uh, you can see it like more like apps. So, you, you install an app on your Alexa device, and then you can open that app and do something with it. Yeah, it is, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is a problem.
1: It's, uh, compare it to the web in 1990 where every company had to say, go to myurl.com because I'm there doing this. And on voice, in this voice channel, this is not solved yet. And they're working hard on solutions. It has to emerge. So we're really early in that. But on the other hand, what you do remember, and if your music works or if your service works, you will remember that. And that's also why it's very important to know your key question with the customer. Because if you get that initial positive feedback loop going, you're set. That's a very good uh, dialogue we can have at the bar in a moment. <laughs> so, sir in the red t-shirt. Okay.
0: Um, Murat, thank
1: you for your nice presentation. Um, I was wondering how you deal with the human language. I mean, all the examples that you gave were grammatically correct, fluently spoken, but the human voice, uh, particular known for its ambiguity, hesitation, repetitions that you say, oh, I want to go, to... oh, no, 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 sorry, uh, uh, I want to uh, skip that or things like that. So how do you deal with this, well, normal human voice and not
0: the grammatically correct ones yeah. that you presented? Yeah. I think, you know, uh, th- that's a big challenge and excellent question. And uh, how we uh, have solved that problem is um, you have things like branches. So, for example, if, uh, if you have like a, a Food options. I'm going to take this uh, for example. What you can do is, you know, uh, branch out a conversation or reuse uh, an intent. So, for example, I have uh, food options. Uh, um, What I can say is, oh no, I meant, you know, um, if the the assistant asks you yes or no, uh, then you can say, for example, yes, yes, and no. So like the example of uh, the food options uh, we build it in that you know you can make a mistake so you can say uh, which, for example would you like a free Pepsi with this Pepsi with this and you can say yes and then oh oh I meant no it will actually remember that you're in that flow in that conversation and and then no in this context means a different branch so that's that's the way we solved it and of course that's you you want to to be more natural and, and, and do the system, do it. But uh, yeah, we're st- uh, setting the first steps and that's something we're uh, working hard on to make it even easier. Thank you.
1: Cool. We had one question up front, Mr. Boss.
0: <laughs> Hi, um, I wanna continue on what the guy from Transavia said as well, um, because you just referenced it as well. What do you think are the key skills for a great interaction, I mean, this is interaction interface design, or what what, what are we going to call it, but what are the main traits that somebody needs to have in order to be good at this? Yeah, we're going to call it flow designers. Or, or, or maybe dialogue flow designers. I don't know, but uh, so, so someone—I uh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you, no. Someone else, uh its a, its a discovery, you know. When I worked at Mirovo, we had visual designers, interface designers, user experience—no, user experience designers were further down the line. Interaction designers, and then uh, at Mirovo, we were talking about well, your visual designer is also a user experience designer, and interaction without the visual that really doesn't you know, it's separated. Uh, I think this is something uh, designers have to get used to. You know, uh, um, I've been pretty, uh, from the beginning, I even designed Uh, uh, CD-ROMs. My first web design was on 640, 480. I've seen Flash, uh, I've seen the Web 2.0, apps, and every uh, generational shift in user interface design, you see designers struggling and say, no, it doesn't work. You know, it's voice, people need visuals, people wanna touch, wanna swipe. Uh, and if you tell them, well, five years ago, but nobody was swiping or, or touching. So what are you talking about? So the main skills are, are just designers who are um, you know understanding interaction, and this is just a different uh, way of interacting with the customer. So the essence of interacting with customers, that's the most important part. Uh, And it can be designers, but it can also be completely someone else uh, who works in your organization, you know, designing copy, for example. That could be your next user experience designer.
1: Nice. I like that. Flow designer. Who here designs services, actual services and conversations? So shout out. I mean, what do you want to be called? Yes? Flow designer? Is that sticking? Conversation designer, okay. Another one back there. Problem solvers, okay. Generic but clear. Conversational architect, architect. ooh, I like that one too. Okay, one last one, who has one? A therapist, I'll I'll go there. (laughs) Thank you very much. Okay, you know what? It's time for uh, a beer break. So Murat, thank you very much. (laughs)